0: It is another episode of the Infinite Banter podcast. What is going on? This is DJ Soundwave, also known by my government name, Mark Jilev. Thanks for checking out the show. Got a big one today. Got my guy H2 Owens going to come on the show. Talk about his album Waterproof. Talk about a couple singles he has out. Some other stuff he's working on. We even talk about The Walking Dead. So stay tuned for that. But before we get going here, let's do a quick sponsor read. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything from the streets to the peaks. DB's gears travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed released and refine the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. you know, especially now, the traveling's starting to come back. You can't put everything in an overhead. You got to have some DB equipment with you to make sure you get everything to where you're going and back. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Once again, you are tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. Thanks for checking out the show. This is Mark Jolliffe a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. Really appreciate everybody who's been listening, checking out the show, going online, commenting, replying, retweeting, all that stuff. I appreciate all of you. Salute to you guys. If you did not check out that last episode I did with Tony Boy and Gaines talking about their new EP, Project 77, which is out right now, as well as Project 88. So go check out both of those, and Project 99 is to come out shortly. So salute to those guys. That EP is a straight banger. You can hear a couple songs from that EP if you go back and check it out. Really had a good time talking with those dudes. We're going from Buffalo to South Florida right now. My guy H2Owens, his album Waterproof at DJ Proof is out right now on Bandcamp. You can also hear him on WVCC. And check out his weekend bag where he does write-ups different albums that are out, man. He just really, really keeps that underground, that raw hip-hop alive, because he definitely salutes and reps it with that weekend bag. So definitely check out his write-ups on projects that are out right now and forthcoming. Had a blast talking with H2O. He talked about The Walking Dead, which is hilarious because, you know, I did not set that up. And like I always say, a lot of times these things go in different directions. I talk about sports or Walking Dead. Wrestling with some of these guests, and uh, it's really cool because, you know, we could talk about the albums and the songs all day, but I like when we could pepper in some other topics, so really appreciate H2O once we're coming on the show. Salute to him, and before we get to his show, just a reminder, you guys can find the show on all digital platforms. You can definitely check us out on Spreaker, iTunes, Spotify castbox, blueberry, pod chaser. And if you go on pod chaser or Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate and review the show. It's really important. I really appreciate everybody who's done that. You can go on YouTube, check out clips from past guests, and check out the show on social media like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Infinite Banter Podcast. All right, without further ado, let's talk to my man H2 Owens. Talk about some zombies and hip hop coming up right here. <laughs> It was a lot of fun talking with him, man. Can't wait to get to it for you guys. Play a song from his album, Waterproof. A couple other joints he's got out right now. And just see what he's doing in the future. And catch up with my man, H2Owens, rep in South Florida. But as you know, this show does not begin until the one and only, the legendary king from Queens, DMC, speaks these words you're about to hear
1: yo yo what's up this is me dmc the k-i-n-g the greatest mc in history and right now you're listening to infinite banter because we will banter on forever because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be
2: I
0: B infinite banter All right, before we talk to my man, H2Owens, let's play a track from his album, The Waterproof. It's H2Owens and DJ Proof, and this album is definitely a banger. You can find it on Bandcamp. The song that really grabbed me is the first track on it, Good Written."s This one really sets the album off, and it's a good introduction to what H2Owens and DJ Proof can do. So definitely peep this. And on the other side of this song right here, we're going to talk to the man himself, H2Owens. But here we go. Good Written"s from DJ Proof and H2Owens off their album, Waterproof, here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Let's go
3: with
2: age, He's H- people
1: he just... That motherfucker you know, ain't you know, never
2: got dropping I I don't Tell me, what good's potential if you never reach it fully? I ran out of attention when the elders tried to school me Made a fool of me, lost focus fucking with the foolery Now I'm focused on my future, feel it full of me Taking full advantage of the crooked system I study the mechanics of the pulley mechanism To assist me with the heavy lifting Gotta play the cards a dealer's giving In a way that even if I lose a hand I'm grinning Cause I know that in the end I end up winning The secret is don't ever let them see you sweating Never think of quitting The code word rest stop restroom. What that means Never take no shit sitting Stepping in a vice city cypher You best not spit a ridden The circle's lit cause you getting lit up By some hitters who feel that shit's forbidden It's spitting a bar that's bitten Just taking out the trash good riddance I'm just trying to raise the ball with good riddance. And DJ Proof always comes with good rhythms. That's why I'm rocking with them. Agent Proof, a team, I had a crazy dream that I built a rocket with them. People needed a means of escape, so we schemed on this tape to transport them off this rock if they cop to listen. This is motivation music when you're on a mission. Changing circumstances when you haven't got a pot to piss I'm a funnel of the blessings that my God has given. Generous with rhetoric, huh? I got a lot to give them. But what good is dropping lava if you ain't sharing wisdom? Just a bullet ain't that leaving some of your noggin missing. Bars they spitting are identical to the ones in prison. Meant to imprison inner city citizens in this system. Instead of committing that sin of attrition, I'm a jeweler committed to fixing some gems that make your vision glisten. Man, I ain't pushing no pipe dreams or filling the pipes of beans to improve. My living conditions, these are practical lessons I'm spitting, meant to improve your quality of living. <laughs> good I'm Trying to raise the bar. Good I'm just trying to raise the ball with good rhythms. I'm just trying to raise the ball with good riddance. DJ Proof always comes with good rhythms. Break it down. I break it down. DJ Proof gon' break it down. Break it down. Break it down. Now break it down. gon' break it down. Break it down. Break it down. break it down. Now BCC can break it down. Break it down. I break it down. yo 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 Proof, you nasty on this shit. I'm procrastinating, man. Thank y'all for waiting. Welcome to The Waterproof.
1: Let's get busy. What up, y'all? This is Acrobatic. You know, I possess the inhuman capabilities, and right now I'm dropping the Infinite Banter with my homeboy, DJ Soundwave. Check him out, y'all.
0: You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, and right now I'm joined by an MC, online personality, host of New Blaze, Tuesday and Thursday night, Cypher on WVCC. You can check out his weekly write-ups, for the weekend bag on WVCC radio, and you can check out his album with DJ Proof on Bandcamp called The Waterproof. Repping South Florida, the one and only H2 Owens is on the podcast. What's up, man?
1: Salute, salute. What's good, Soundwave, man? Thank you for having me on, man. I've been dying to be on Infinite Band oh, for a while now, man.
0: Salute. Hey, you're the first person to ever say they wanted to be on here, so thank you. <laughs> Nobody-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan, man, of all you do. I've been bothering you for months. Sending you my yeah. music. Yo, would you play my song? Would you play oh, my song? Man. You keep on telling me, uh, bro. I run a podcast.
2: <laughs> I've been big timing you. A, <laughs> I might play a song when I have you on the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> it's the closest I get to big timing. Somebody like oh, I don't know, man. You know, I'm not sure if I'm feeling it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I got to awesome. talk about Walking Dead that that episode. I can't do it. You know. <laughs> That's oh all good, man, man. man and. and, and th-
1: and and that that made it uh when I found out that you were a Walking Dead fan and that made it an even bigger freaking perk for me to be on the show man cause I'm a whisperer and uh, oh shit, <laughs> your face and stuff to get around the freaking zombies though.
0: Hey man, but well before I ask you about the album and all that, I'll just I'll just hit you with that since we already brought it up. Are you watching the current season? Where are you at in the TV series? Oh, uh, no,
1: um, I I actually am one is that shit got so tedious and they, they drew it out so long. I also got into uh we you and I had a conversation via text where we were talking about the uh the show versus the comic book. Right. Right. And uh and I made a mistake when I got bored of the show, I got into the graphic novel and that freaking changed my whole outlook on on the, the storyline, the mythos. And in reading the graphic novel, you know how the, the story goes like two different directions. And uh, so what I was doing is I just got deeply into the, the graphic novel and I would just check in on the show every once in a while just to see, all right, are they are they keeping up? How, how close are they keeping it with the graphic novel? And, uh, and it got to a point where I just lost interest in the show and i don't have you did you finish the graphic novel i i know when i talked to you yeah. you said you had started it
0: yeah so my thing is i i haven't read every comic i i started reading the book this is crazy cuz i'm a comic book fan and I, and zombies are my favorite horror you know, icons, you know, characters, whatever. I had never read the book before the show. So I started reading the graphic novels. I want to say after season one ended, because I was just like, man, this show's so good. The comic book's got to be just as good. I have read almost all of it. There's a portion, uh, the Commonwealth stuff I have not read. But uh, last year, was it last year? When they did the last Walking Dead comic book, I bought the last three or four issues because I knew it was wrapping up. So I bought those. So I kind of know where it ends even though okay, I don't so, know before so, it, you know.
1: <laughs> so as you, as you know, the way that the the way that the graphic novel ends is completely different than how the show ends.
0: Yes, right. Yeah. Well, so or I, I, theoretically, spoiler. we we know that some characters aren't going to be part of it that are exactly. big in the. Ending. Well, I mean
1: the the main character that that the graphic novel ends with we already know is is not part of The, spoiler, of the, of the show, uh, Carl's to, dead, guys. Yeah, not to get. Exactly. Well, you see, that's what that's what messed me up because I had read to the end of the comics, right, uh, of the graphic novels before I saw the episode where Call dies on the show. So, in in my storyline, I'm here like, okay carl outlives rick rick dies at, at the old age and stuff and carl freaking outlives him and keeps the whatever the community's going and stuff and then it ends with like him retiring or whatever or or riding off the sunset but when i saw the episode where carl dies i'm like hold on they're taking this in a whole different direction and right. then i thought when, when uh when i would see the commercials for last season i'm be like oh rick's dying you see him walking down the street being dehydrated and having all these all these memories of carl and this and this and that so i'm here like oh okay so this season is where they're gonna kill off rick it's gonna be the end of it so when proof came back to me he's like yo did you see the new the new episode i'm like of what? he's like a walking dead i'm like they're back he's like yeah the last season i'm like i thought rick died last season he's like no they flew him out somewhere and now you're finding (laughs) out where they flew him out i'm like oh shit there's a whole other story i gotta get back into it so now i gotta go back and and uh and watch it on netflix or wherever they, they allow me to stream it all in two days
0: Right, and I don't know if you know about the Rick movies that have not happened. So supposedly, they're going to make a trilogy of flicks based on the helicopter ride for Rick. And Get out they haven't here. started filming them or any... Well, basically, it's Andrew Lincoln's like, I can't do the show anymore. Like, I'm burned out. I got to do other things. And as you know, a lot of actors have gone on to do other things because they can't do this for 15 years. So, you know, yeah, they've moved me. on. And the way they... The way they worked around is like, okay, we're not gonna kill off his character, we're gonna leave it open where we can do something with them and they announced they're gonna make these movies. That was what year was that? Twenty nineteen, that episode where he quote unquote dies? Uh, they haven't made a movie yet. I know COVID has probably screwed a lot of that up, but still, man, there's, mm. they haven't filmed a single frame of movie, so I don't know what the heck is happening.
1: Well, as long as they got the rights, man, they can hold on to that forever, bro. Really.
0: Yeah, but the only thing <laughs> is, like, the show's gonna end, and we're not gonna, like, the Rick thing is never gonna get wrapped up, and I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me as a fan, because, like, I know how the comic books end, and uh, I hated when they killed Carl, not because I was, like, this huge Carl guy. I just thought that was the whole point of the show was that Rick was a get-Carl reunited and then Carl's supposed to outlive him and you know and then of course they completely ah, they, they, they screwed it up man <laughs>
1: But but, but, you, but you know what man? I, I I have to uh I have to give it up to the writers even though the writers have made a lot of mistakes on on the on the Walking Dead series on the show. But one thing that they were able to to do right is uh with Carl dying and leaving that letter in in, in the comic book it was just I don't know. It was the reason he he, he lets Negan out of the out of the cage to to help him out with the whispers. It, it wasn't I don't know. It wasn't as much, but I like the way Carl passing on on that season was one of the most impactful freaking moments of of the whole show for me, man. That um when you remember when the when the blonde chick dies in the hospital like freaking I think it's like early season three. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's <laughs> like moments like that that are just freaking super impactful. Like oh, and uh, definitely that that call passing and, and Michonne and, oh, yeah. uh, and Rick Morningham that that was just one of the, the most heart pulling uh, scenes out of the whole show. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not mad at them with that and stuff. And uh, and I'm, I'm eager to see the new the new season. I mean.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, they definitely do things where they switch it up and they remix it. You know, they, they they'll, they'll pick up a storyline with somebody else. So they don't completely ignore what they did in the comics, but it's because that character got killed off or they did something different with that character. Like, for instance, Andrea's was still alive much later in the comics and mm-hmm. the TV show they after season 3 so they had to put Definitely. Michonne in that that spot you know love interest of Rick so yeah man i mean they they killed off Carl and it's going to change the ending it's going to be Judith probably at the end reading the book or whatever about Rick and all that but uh man it i'm i'm still watching it i'm still a fan i still support it but it's definitely got its flaws here and there, so we'll see what what did, they did you, do, man. Did you ever
1: get into the fear?
0: Uh, yeah, spin-off? I watch it. It's I've watched every episode, and I have like a love hate relationship with it. It's got its moments, but it's just not even close to being the same show, man. It's, yeah, I
1: I I, I started fl- fl- like flipping out when um when they introduced Morgan into it, I'm mean, like, how the hell did they bring Morgan? The right, he walked yeah, all yeah. the way
0: to Texas, apparently, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. With the same shoes <laughs> since the apocalypse started. <laughs> I mean, at, was, at, at,
1: least, at, at least he wasn't on a, on a canoe, rowing the canoe with his staff. Instead. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they find them out there when they're on the yacht. Uh, and um, I love yeah, Morgan,
0: so man. He's one of my favorite characters, but I, I kind of feel like they've turned him into this, like, ah, they've ruined his... I, they, I feel like they've ruined his character a bit. I wish he would have been on the main show still. I th- they they have no star power on the current show. They could have really used somebody like him, a good actor like that, to help bring it up because they don't have Rick and Michonne and name mm-hmm. everybody else. It's not on there anymore. It's Daryl's your lead guy, and he barely says ten words in an episode. He just he grunts wow. more than talks. So that's the main. <laughs> I love Daryl, but come on, we need we need some more uh, heavy duty actors. Yeah, man. Uh, the graphic novel is is definitely anybody checking out the show right now. Read the books. As well as watch the show, you
1: know. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, if, if you're a fan of the show, um, the graphic novels is a great way of of seeing the whole story you love again through new eyes and with new twists that you don't expect. Man, I became an instant fan when when uh, you see the the way in the graphic novel how Shane dies versus the versus the show. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. The whole Michonne and the Governor freaking arc. Oh. That I was sold. I'm yeah. like, oh no, this is way better, man. I'm freaking. Right. I'm here for it all. So definitely one, one, one of the the craziest and uh and illest scenes I've ever seen in any book, uh, not just a graphic novel, man. That that whole Michonne and the Governor, seeing her getting her
0: revenge. That's oh, yeah, crazy. Great stuff. Yeah, there's stuff <laughs> they do in the show that's sometimes better than the book. Like Carol is still around, and they pretty much offed her pretty early. So there's things they do better on the show, and then there's some things, of course, you can't do on the show, and the comic book is better for that. Because there's some yeah, things I, that are just you know just left for the comics.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I think the writers of the uh, of the comic um, could never have imagined like Carol's character turning into that, and I think that's based heavily on the actress.
3: Yeah,
0: she's just a freaking she's just a badass. No, she's man. great, man. She's awesome. And speaking of things that are awesome, we got to talk about your album, The Waterproof. <laughs> Man.
1: Man, I'm, I'm 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 interested in talking about everything else but me, man. I'm 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 that I'm that kind of I'm that I
0: got you, man. man.
1: <laughs> and I'm I, I really uh, don't and, and a lot of people, especially down here in Miami who've interviewed me, they're like like, because I do a lot of interviews. I, I give a lot of people their flowers and they're like, yo, it's time for you to shut up, H and let's talk about your album for once, man. So let's, right, right. Tell us about what you're working on, you know. And <laughs> it it's hard for me, man. <laughs>
0: no I, I I get what you're saying man because it's always hard I mean not that I'm on that level, but I've been on a couple of podcasts and people ask me, so I'm like dude, I don't I don't want to talk about me, because this this is not why I do this. I don't care about me. It's about what you guys are doing. I just want to throw some questions at somebody and hear some good music or whatever. So, hey, man. Yeah, this, but this album's dope, dude. They can find it on Bandcamp if they haven't heard it already. And uh, it's sure. you and DJ Proof. That's a really cool name, how you came up with the waterproof. Since yes, you don't want to talk about uh, yourself too much, we can talk about a little bit. <laughs> talk about the concept. No, and- no, definitely, man. <laughs> S- salute, first of
1: all, to uh, 1,000 to uh, Sir Charles. Uh local master of the mic down here, man, represents what they do crew. Uh, he's worked with DJ Proof for years. And um, when I told him, yo, I, I got a beat pack from Proof and uh, Proof down here, just so so anybody who doesn't know, uh, we represent the Soul Flow community, which is the South Florida hip hop community. We call it Soul Flow. Um, and it's just our underground independent hip hop community here we've been, we've had a serious scene down here since the early 90s started off by uh, pioneers like dj efn who now runs drink champs uh dj epps nick fury uh dj heron i mean folks who who started off uh, a movement here pressing records putting out early hip-hop uh trying to to represent that underground east coast sound but down in the south, where it was a lot of club music, booty, booty bass, rap, ring and stuff, because that's what was what was popping right. on the radio, what was popping at all the parties. But um, we had a, a huge following down here, man, of cats that were transplanted from New York, from New Jersey, and um, and brought or had family in in the East Coast, and would bring down the mix, uh, would bring down the the albums. And we, when I grew up here in in the nineties. Um, the first my first memory of having cable was the Disney Channel, finding the Disney Channel and being the, like, <laughs> yo, know, what we got? I can get cartoon figure around the clock. Right. At 12 years old. My mom first got cable. And then the next thing I found was freaking the video jukebox. And I saw freaking uh, heavy. Freaking, I'm rough and tough and all that stuff. I'll make you dance to you, prance to you, huff and puff. There's just no way you could get enough of me. Yo, Mr. They, oh yeah man and yo ever since then i was like what is this freaking followed up by the Wee herman and oh yeah Joski <laughs> love <laughs> yeah 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 man freaking stupid like you listen back to that shit now it's super cheesy but at that time they're like yo they made a rap about Wee herman Wee's great adventure was just out uh early fat boys just watching i mean i remember i remember watching uh eric b and i ain't no joke on the video jukebox and thinking I was watching old school videos from New York, not knowing that, no, this is real time. This is what's coming out over there. And I'm listening to here, late eighties, early '90s. So we grew up on, on rap, on, on hip hop over here. We had a scene that was bubbling. And, um, and I grew up in the scene here, just, Building as a local MC who started off writing in his room, wanting to be a rapper, rapping in front of the mirror, to listening to the cats going on the on the local college radio station and rapping and being like, damn, I want to be one of them, and calling in and, yo, I want to represent my crew, this and this and that, in high school, cyphering with cats in, in high school. And then uh, in the late high school years, we just just a bunch of cats who run. We grew out here, uh, Pro Fresh, which is now made up of a lot of freaking Miami legends, uh Serum, seven star uh source spoken a lot of cats who put out albums here internationally and stuff through uh, Botanica del Hivaro and um, and whatever we we were representing here uh, for years man since since like i said mid early 90s representing cyphers and battles uh, performances until whatever i grew up out of the just being a, a rapper an mc and started getting into the promotion side of it and and trying to put out places and platforms where people could perform out here in Miami, uh, where bigger artists could come down. And luckily, through uh, my company, Vice City Cypher, I was involved in bringing Brother Ali down, uh, Action Bronson, nice. Paloo, uh Planet Asia. I mean, just good underground acts, man. And um Then after after being out of the scene for a while, I decided to come back and I saw everybody was doing the online thing. And uh, during the Corona era, I got myself my little mic, my little inbox, my 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 OBS interface. And uh, we've been doing WBCC radio on Twitch ever since and uh, and helping just get good hip hop out. there. And just from playing all all this new stuff, I just got inspired again and I got with Proof proof is our our local apollo brown down here he's like our primo down here nice he, he, yeah he's got that freaking that east coast detroit smooth soul boom bap and uh he does it right man and, and i don't know you're you're a dj uh but as mcs we run into something where somebody says yeah i make beats and that's always a, a toss-up. You're like, okay, well, right? Yeah. <laughs> let me let, let me hear what you're working with. And then uh, and then they play them. And some cats, you yeah, they're like, uh, it's nice. I see where you're going with it, or I see the sound that you're doing, but that's just not my sound, right? right. Um, down here, down here in Miami, we I ran into that a lot because everybody, a lot of people make beats, but then you try, yo, come over to the studio. I got some beats. I yo, you would sound great on them. And I go over there, and they're playing some trick daddy trap shit for me.
3: E, and I'm, here, <laughs>
1: and I'm, here like, oh, I'm sorry, that's not my style. And they don't understand that they're like, what do you mean? That's We're in Florida. Come on, this is where- yeah, down here <laughs> right. in Miami. And, and they don't understand when I'm like, yeah, no, I'm looking for like that villa style. I'm looking for like that P. Rock primo style. They're like, oh, you want to sound like those New York cats? And and that's the whole thing it was, it was a, a regional thing. And Proof just had that sound naturally. So I reach out to Proof. I asked him if I could work. Uh, he had some some beat tapes up on Bandcamp. I asked him if I could write to some, and uh, he's like, yeah. And uh, trying to write to one song, ended up writing to a whole beat album of his. Uh, I, I just sent him back the the files recorded. And uh, in the between, it I had invited a thousand and his crew to be on a song. And I'm like, yeah, man. I'm working with a uh, with DJ Proof uh, on an album. He's like, oh yeah, it's gonna be the Waterproof album. And I'm that like. Actually, it is.
3: Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> so, do- that's
1: a dope man. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't think I've ever told uh, that story. I definitely have never told it that lengthy, right? Right, that that long of a road to get to the point, but uh but definitely, props to to thousand Sir Charles. He's the one who coined the phrase "the waterproof," and uh, and now we're running with it, man. It's my 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 partner in rhyme and business partner Charlie Fast always says we can have ideas. But once we write them down, we're we're materializing them, we're putting them into the, the, the physical universe. And once we have them on record or on merch, we've created something out of an idea, right? So we have the waterproof shirts, man. We have freaking waterproof freaking uh, wax coming. And uh we've we've created an entity, man, a, a new gang star, freaking MC DJ producer duo that uh that's putting out dope boom that
0: man that's what's up and me being here in Chicago you know we we don't always know what's going on in other regions like I've had shoddy on here and salute to you for helping me have him on the show and my guy mighty healthy and they're repping Florida and and when they're talking to me and I'm listening to their music I'm like you man I always thought Florida was like you know Luke or uh we like the cars that's that stupid song I mean like stuff like that That's like yeah. the cars that go boom, like those those songs like that, the and it's Gina that.
1: And Buddy. Yeah,
0: oh, yo, I, I like so looking I at the video. Like by the way, I, I just the sound down is what I prefer, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I mean that's what that's what's uh, the perception of Florida, and that's part of it. But that's really not what's going on in 2021, and I'm I'm just glad to know that it's yeah,
1: it's, man, and and honestly, it did like like that's why we always try to uh to drive over the point i'm I, I know i heard the i heard the shoddy interview and uh thank you so very much for, for interviewing shoddy man he's man. one of our freaking top shooters out here salute and, uh yeah. and, and i know he brought it up too we come from a rich history over here man where it's not up uh, it's not just it, we're not just a bunch of kids that heard cats doing it a certain way somewhere else. And are trying to mimic them. No, we, we, we've, we've come up here, freaking battling each other, uh, battling, not only in ciphers face to face, but on fucking stages, learning how to rock crowds. And, stuff. and there's a, a rich community, man, a rich scene out here that has built, that have built up some, uh, some killers, man. And some people who put out quality hip hop now, like, in like in any region, right. You're going to have those who are trying to do it, but, and those who, um, Who just stand out, right? And what 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 I love about hip hop is that it um it actually armed any any group of people who want to follow it with the uh, with the tools to start a scene anywhere, right? And that's why there's hip hop scenes that are started in Africa. And in Brazil and in South America and in Germany and in Poland, because all you need is some rebellious kids who ain't got nothing better to do. Right. But have some music. And and, yo, you can learn how to freaking do hand styles and freaking go and get ill enough where you go bombing. You can learn how to break in your own house. You don't need any special equipment all you need is a cardboard box if you want to use that you can learn how to rhyme and freaking and now thanks to technology anybody can produce right yeah anybody 100
0: right not not all of them are good yeah. but yeah
1: <laughs> no but 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 at least yeah at it, least the tools are there yeah to practice and to and to get and if you got a a group of people that are practicing and stuff, stuff starts evolving man like um right now man salute to uh, our OGs out here, Crazy Hip Productions, DJ, uh, DJ EFN's uh, company and, and crew, his whole his whole media company, Crazy Hip Productions. They've been out here in Kendall since uh, late 80s, late 80s, early 90s, and uh, they were like the spearhead for everything hip hop here, man. They they were the first ones to uh, make contacts with big artists and get them on mixtapes down here with artists from Miami um that's how that's how EFN works with nori now he was one of the first people to bring nori down to miami and treat him like family and ever since then nori's been tied in with them Uh, but one thing that they do real big is uh they have a branch called the crazy hood film academy and right now this weekend they are airing their latest documentary they have a series called coming home and uh, the first one was coming home cuba where they took some of their artists to cuba that were born in Cuba to visit their family over there and see hip hop in Cuba. They did one in Colombia, right? And uh now the latest one, they went back to South Africa where recognized, I don't know if you know recognize a string of music, okay. of Mayday.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Right. So recognizes one of our uh, one of our top shooters out here, one of our biggest artists out here. He he went on to win the M T V rap battle in I think nineteen ninety nine. Wow. Friggin' huge or two thousand three he uh he also battled uh, Rain Man and beat him, who at that time was named Rainman. Now we know him as R.J. Payne. Gotcha. And he beat him on, and he beat him on New Year's Eve on MTV. It's freaking huge, freaking battles and shit. And um, and he's he's one of our hometown heroes out here. He's originally from South Africa, and uh, the Crazy Hip, uh, Film Academy went over there to South Africa, and they went to uh, interview people like Sampa the Great, a female MC from Africa who's nasty. Fucking fantastic MC, uh interviewing ogs from the africa hip-hop scene in this one in this one town and um and you can see how hip-hop has a way of building communities anywhere man so when when you say that oh up here in chicago we think of miami we think this music and stuff, something and the same thing like right. there's, there's places that you wouldn't think that there's hip-hop and a scene right and you think oh they they know hip-hop because of the people that they heard in New York or the people that they heard in Cali, right? But no, nah, man, it's it's been around so long that there's there's people in everyone there's exactly. in most big cities, and it's about tapping into them because you never know who's there that's just getting overlooked because you're not from this big scene, like Shit, how 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 much did the common have to go through before he got heard because he was from Chicago and not from New York, right? right? Until and now, motherfuckers are looking for that Chicago sound left and right. And some of the illest spitters are coming out from Chicago. I mean, some of them, my favorite new spitters, uh, Saba, uh, freaking uh, the whole Pivot Gang, uh, Mick Jenkins. That freaking they're all coming out of out of the shy. And uh, I love that new wave that that's coming out of there. And it's just every every region brings its own little flavor to it, its own little taste. But uh, it's it's all hip hop, man, and it's dope because you can find it in different places. And now with the internet, it makes it easier to find it.
0: Exactly. Technology, social media, that's exactly what I was going to say, has made it all. It's, it's not even just regional, it's just international. I mean, you got producers yes, and cats man. from other countries and, and they're just killing the game. And uh, it seems like there's a lot of good beat makers in Brazil and in Spain and stuff. So it's, it's amazing to me that how much it's grown anything like you said it's been around for going on 50 i think 50 years now i mean so it's not like this ain't new anymore this shit has been here for a long time so it can't just be new york and la anymore those days are way gone and uh, yeah places like Florida, they've been on the come up for a long time it's just some people just been sleeping when
1: when when you um when you think I, I, I traveled up to New York a couple times in in my earlier career when uh, when I was recording, and it sucks because at the time that I went, it was um, beginning of two thousands, right right after the Ruckus era, and it was sad going to New York to a couple studios and working with a couple of producers, no big name producers, just producers that were on the come up, and um, the beats that they that they were showing us being down south trap beats, down south. Following the trends, yes. yeah. Yes. And I'm here like I'm in motherfucking New York, the mecca of hip hop, and you guys, I came over, I could've gotten that shit back home. <laughs> I could have called <laughs> freaking I could have called freaking light scene from down the block and freaking gotten this shit. I'm I came over here to get some boom bath, and this is what you guys are gonna show me. And um and it's crazy when producers are trying to follow the trends, but then you see things that, that have a long standing history. In places like New York and Cali, like uh, like end of the week, EO Dub, like the Project Blow'd, um community out in Cali, right? Like those places are overlooked. And when when MCs start making it big, they're like, yeah, I used to go out and yo, th- those are the breeding grounds that push out real artists that aren't going to be cookie cutter, that aren't going to be um, test tube babies for. For for a label, right? Or sound. Those are the places where real artists are bred because real artists don't look for the easy way. Real artists want want to get validation by knowing I play this for a crowd. I, I see that they're feeling it. I know that it hits, right? Not just because I paid freaking somebody to put it up on a on a Spotify list and I see my my freaking my stats going up, my likes going up. That's fucking bullshit. Like how do how do you see it freaking reacting with the crowd how do you see it moving how do you see people freaking uh requesting it when it's out there man that's how you got to gauge the shit if you're not out there touring with your music if you if you're just comfortable thinking that yeah i put up the song on freaking spotify and, and i got this <laughs> many views oh yeah I, I i put it up on bank end and only five people bought it because I have haters. Get the fuck out of here. You got
3: haters. Yeah. No,
1: nobody knows you, man. <laughs> you gotta get your shit out there, man. And that's the way that you'll know. If you go out there and you do enough shows, like like I said, we just had the blessing of opening up for, for Conway. and 30 Yeah, I saw those actually. posts, yeah.
0: man. That's that's gotta be something, man. Yo, it, it it
1: was it was a it was a blessing to to work up to that point to drop an album that was uh big enough down here and support enough down here that uh, that DJ Heron, I mean, he is, DJ Heron, if you're talking about hip-hop, independent, underground, real hip-hop in Miami, he is the top echelon. He is not the freaking club DJ. He is not the sellout DJ. That's the man that all the people in freaking the real hip-hop community know, and that's the man that they call when they say, I want to come down to Miami, Heron. Bom, he makes it happen. And the fact that Heron tapped us and he says, I need to perform it. And, I told him because I know how I know how it goes when we book a big artist like that. It costs a lot of money. And most times artists have to freaking come together and everybody invests so that we could bring it down. And uh, so I asked him, OK, how much is it going to cost us? He's like, nothing. You guys got a dope album right now. Come out and freaking open a front. And that was the, the biggest blessing that it wasn't on no pay to play. It wasn't on no. Right. No, it was on the strength of the album. He knows the work that we put in. And uh, we went out there and we rocked the fuck out of the crowd, man, in a a time. And and I stood there after we we did our set and before it, and I was talking to a couple of peers and I'm here like, it sucks because the audience nowadays can't tell the difference between a good original act and fucking some, like, there were people up there opening up for a 38 special in Conway, rapping over their own lyrics, man, over their backing track. Right? After we got off and stuff, and we did that shit no backing track, we did that shit freaking all natural, going back and forth, chants, uh, crowd freaking call and response. I mean, every we rocked the fuck out of that shit. But after us, the kid who came up, man, I swear to God, it was like he let his his Spotify play and he was just doing his ad-libs I swear, Jesus. he was staring at the floor, not even rapping his verse, just coming in on the last three Is that MC High pitch, line.
0: like that voice you're just doing? Is
1: that
3: what that oh. guy? <laughs> I mean,
1: like, yo, I, I think I think the freaking I think the main act got COVID and couldn't make it and he told this freaking hype man, yo, just go for me and just freaking just do the hype. I'm, I'm over the oh, road. Because yo, wow. it was the worst thing in the world. But the fact that my 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 man was next to me and he's an older dude and stuff who came up in the scene, who came up in freaking in hip hop in New York, he's like, you know what's sad? That that kid is st- is on his second song and he's still rapping and they haven't taken him off the stage yet. He's the, like back in the days there would have been bottles flying at that kid Dude,
0: by the first you song. Ain't, you ain't kidding. Oh my god, man. Right? And
1: and and, the, and I, I'm here like yo, the fact that the crowd doesn't know the difference anymore. They're just like numb to it already, right? And and I was like yo, it's 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 the funny thing that's gone on with music now that it's just a spotify generation and they're just freaking it's all background noise to them man unless you give them something to freaking wake up and that's when they'll tell the difference they'll be like oh shit this guy's putting on a show and i have to i have to interact here and i have to freaking be involved and in. okay okay and it's it's snapping them out of that man that's what uh that's what we're trying to do one last one last hurrah before freaking we, we lose everybody to the Matrix. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure COVID has something to do with that, too, because people haven't been on stage in a while. But that being said, you know, a lot of the old school acts I've had on here, and, and you know, even ones that are not old school, is just the, the, the stage show is just as big as putting out records or putting out songs on, like you said, Spotify, mm-hmm. or iTunes, whatever. You know, it's one thing yeah. to put out a song, man, but if you can't perform it in front of people, you're going to lose that connection, yeah. and you're not going to... It's just different, man. Like you said, you've done it so many times, if you it, know what it's like to be on stage and perform. If we learned
1: anything in the last couple of months, it was a fucking lesson that was brought to us by freaking the locks via Professor Jeter Kiss, dog. Oh, that is yeah, man,
0: dude. <laughs> without a, oh, without my, a doubt. Man. My, my, <laughs> my
1: man turned to me and said, I guess, this, I guess this young buck didn't see the verses. I'm like, no, either he didn't see the verses or he thought fucking Dipset won that shit. Right.
0: E, that's you know, even worse. Yo,
1: yeah. Yeah, yo, for Philip the are like, yo, they do fucking kill that. Get the fuck out of here, man. And and when I saw that man as as a fucking MC, I said, I have no excuse, bro. Nobody has no excuse. You shouldn't stand on a stage now that the, the gauntlet has been thrown. You should fucking reconsider standing on a stage if you can't do what Jada Kiss did. And I freaking and I went and, and I opened up that show. And by the second to last song, I was gassed, bro. I was dying. Dying. Freaking. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what words I could cut out of my verse to freaking fit enough air. <laughs> I mean, like, what are the <laughs> unnecessary buzz? and of, um, you know, straight freaking where it still makes sense what I'm saying. But um it, it was out it was breath control, like it's true what you say, man. The not being on stage and not doing it regularly because of COVID, the not being out. Um, it takes its toll, man. It's that's an endurance game, and, and you have to be in good shape for it. And to see Jada Kiss and freaking Styles people go like at that shit at their age, at that caliber, man. And free, yo, that shit was some god level shit, man. That's the kind of shit that, that that we would see on 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 videos, right? And that's the whole thing. Like now being on the other side of it and seeing how people shoot videos, right? And and different techniques. that, like, it takes the magic away when you when we used to watch the videos as kids. We're like yo, they look like fucking, they look like superheroes. Yo, who freaking talks like that? And their movements and the hand movements and stuff. And but to see them doing it live, yo, at that full force, no messing up, yo, just you could tell they trained at that, that shit and they were a unit, man. And um and whatever, whatever, man, it was it was really a raising of the MC flag of this is what it is to do the shit at top caliber to take your art serious. And uh, I think for any MC out there, they have to. You have to follow those rules now, man. And if don't if it don't look like that, don't even bring it up because you're making yourself look stupid.
0: <laughs> you reminded me too, because I mean I've seen so many artists over the years, and I remember one time I saw Rock And that's like the next level. Like where you've got so many songs, your catalog is so deep that he just like would take verses off. Like you'd just stand there with the mic and the crowd would just do the whole verse. And he'd come out like a song yeah. or two. And he just he'd let them do it, you know. And he would just yeah. like mimic the song. And it's just it's that's that's that next level, but not everybody can be on that level at all. Rakim's on his own. But no nah, man, and,
1: and, and, and once again, that that's that's where, where you're on freaking God level already, like like K R S, man. K R S will ever go always go down as one of the dopest live performers, even now at his at his age, because half of it is his energy and, and that that energy and that freaking it feels like you're in a cipher when he performs. But the other half is that well, you know most of his catalog. Exactly right or at least the hook and stuff and that gets that's why um down here we um wvcc radio the little the little uh, twitch show that i run tuesdays and thursdays and another local podcast so i'm, I'm part of a group out here called the SoFlow media gang we're a bunch of podcasters and stuff salute to human sushi Brews beats and eats a great uh a great podcast about hip-hop uh craft beers and um and little food trucks and and fusion restaurants we have here in Miami. If you're into any of those things, check out Booze Beats and on Spotify. And on SoundCloud, my no man Orion uh runs um a podcast every week called What They Do Hip Hop Radio. If you wanna if you're interested in the South Florida hip hop history I'm talking about or South Florida Underground Independent Hip Hop, you wanna see hip hop from a different scene. And once again, man, th- that's what's dope. I don't know about you Soundwave, but you, you remember back in the days when a mixtape from another city used to come across you. Oh or you used wow. to find a link to something and, and you heard something like I, I remember bro um we used to have a, a yearly b-boy jam called pro-am down here in miami and one year the year that common dropped one day it all makes sense right
0: i'll that's never crazy, forget it because one, and that's a literal mixtape i mean you're actually like a cassette it's not just a yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, a little little mixtape check check, check yeah. out check out the story i'm about to give you the year that common dropped one day it all makes sense remember the, the album the brown album freaking the Lauren hill song and stuff right. um, i forget it was that year because we walked into the club where the program was still in the jam and they were giving away free full size posters like the movie posters right and it was common like in um in a high school freaking like hallway with lockers around them i'll never forget i had that shit riding in my room for a long ass time man until i got married um and
0: And she made you take it down
1: (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. she's like okay it's time to grow up brother (laughs) so um we go to the back and the b boys are freaking running the the floor in the front of the the club and stuff we go to the back room and there's a dj craze is just freaking spinning beats and um and i get into a stiker back then i end up meeting this brother from chicago and we end up freaking yo My boy, Charlie Fast, still remembers his name. I can't remember people's names for anything. But we we hit it off, man. At the end of the night, he's like, yo, let me bless you with this and hit me off with a freaking mixtape. And I didn't know it at that time, but that mixtape had early, indelible MCs on it. Wow. Early company
0: flow on it. Jeez.
1: Early freaking uh, uh, Mr. Complex.
0: Oh, gotcha. Right, right.
1: Right. Uh, That that sounded a little like freaking- like like that late
0: 90s underground scene.
1: Yes, man. And it was all these cats that I had never heard of and that I wouldn't hear about them. And- that first time of hearing that, she's like, yo, who are these cats with all these crazy styles? And that's what happens when you find a community, a pocket, a, a scene from another state. You start hearing a bunch of voices that you've never heard before. and You might come across some different styles you've never heard before. The reason I say all that is because uh, when I tell people, yo, if you want to check out what they do, hip hop radio, you're going to hear what, it, what South Florida underground hip hop is. And it'll sound familiar because it'll sound real boom bapish or sound real freaking like electro freaking deaf juxy or west coasty and stuff uh it has influences from from all that but it'll all be something new so check out what they do hip-hop podcasts on sound me and, and orion last year at the end of last year we said let's in the vein of all these verses that are going on let's do a uh a verses of my hood, I live in a hood in Miami called Kendall. It's not a hood. It's really a suburb. It's a very
0: beautiful <laughs> suburb. <laughs> yeah, it, we got trees and squirrels where, and stuff. Yeah, dog is, park. This is, where yeah. you,
1: this is where when you work hard and you come up, you, you move There's out. There's no of, crate did, challenges out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything out here is fucking nice posh food trucks and big fusion restaurants and craft beer, freaking breweries. My man, Orion, lived in an area called Hialeah. Which is known for factories, traffic, and rain. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But basically, it's um, it's north side versus south side. It was in the vein of yo, it'd be dope if we um, uh, if we did something repping our two hoods, just like, just like New York has battles between boroughs, and we start amping it up for a couple months, and we do a versus of the top twenty hip hop tracks that came out of Kendall versus the top twenty hip hop tracks that came out of Hialeah. So in doing that, we had a lot of artists that were like, I know you're gonna play like four of my joints. And we had to bring people down to earth and tell them,
3: What? Listen,
1: bro. <laughs> listen, brother. The re- and they're like, you know what? I'm just gonna hold my own verses against somebody else. I'm like, that's cool, man. And maybe 40 people will watch. But don't the thing is, the reason people watch the verses in freaking the thousands and hundreds of thousands and the millions numbers is because. People know those songs and have a connection with them. It's not does this guy rap better than this guy? They could care less. They they're hearing songs that they have. It's not of. even
0: really a verses either. I mean, we had like Ghostface and Raekwon. That was just like two dudes just hanging out doing some stuff. Yeah, hanging out performing <laughs> and freaking
1: performing their tracks. The same thing with right. the freaking one of the most one of the most entertaining ones was a uh, Meth and freaking Red. And yes. that was them freaking doing their live show. Right, right, and yo, and and but just showing. It, it's really dope how they evolved it, though, like, you Remember at the beginning, it was just them playing the song. Riz and Primo was one of the freaking
0: that was best great. Early, it got off on a, like, on a bad start because of the technology uh, aspect of it, but yeah, still, cause the audio,
1: but still, you, you felt like, yo, this is rugged. As you fuck already know, you already know where it's gonna yeah, be. It's,
0: these guys got some
3: classics, uh,
1: <laughs> yo. And but that's the whole thing, that right. hearing them all, hearing all the gems, and that's why people got into the freaking Teddy Riley versus Babyface one. It was just hearing the classics. One of my favorite ones was uh, the Erica Badu versus freaking Jill Scott. Yo, that shit was fucking awesome, to see right. the two sisters building together. Right. Um, and I think it's it's done a lot for the hip hop, and, and it was a great way. I'm yo know, saluting and hats off to Swiss Beats, uh, for for getting all that together because really, like now, uh, no joke, Dipset, freaking the locks, and I think uh, who was it? Uh, A Property, were they called?
0: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the they're hell all that? going
1: on yeah they're all going on tour now
0: so based on that versus now all the reaction and, and the vibe the verses, from yeah, that they're, take, they're, they're, they're taking moving that to, shit that's great
1: dude. yeah they're taking it stadium to stadium right and um and that's a, a great way of of saying yo we, we could we can make something out of this and yeah definitely the the, the pandemic has been bad and stuff But I think hip hop rose to the occasion. And I don't think many other genres did as much as hip hop. Right. And we saw that we did what we did, what we always do. We found the light pole and we found a way of connecting the boombox or the freaking sound system to it. Um, When Corona hit, I was maybe six months into my first year of doing WVCC. And I remember when it hit just the fact that people needed something to tune into because they were at home and they couldn't go out to the clubs anymore. My 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 viewership freaking grew. And then I saw people like Quest Love doing it and Macy yo doing it on Twitch and stuff. And people were just flooding to them. People's ID lives um went 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 crazy because people were just tuned in, you didn't have anything else to do. And it um and I think hip hop took full advantage of that and said, yo, there's still a place. There was nothing as cool as as going into some of those chats and and chatting with your friend and being there like, yo, that was freaking calm. And you yeah. just dropped a chat. Yo, Michelle Obama's <laughs> in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yo at the jill scott every get it uh and erica badoo michelle obama was in the chat room but i think everybody just freaking fell back like yo <laughs>
3: you were sharing the That's chat with right michelle when you start obama. to see
0: these big time celebrities in there and you know like d nice is on like uh tv shows talking about it because it's like wow this whole idea of you know djing online it's like yeah he's been djing for like 30 something years or whatever like mm-hmm. you're just now getting you know getting tuned to who this dude is. And now look at yep. how much it's grown since then. And yeah, we can't leave the house, uh, you know, at least especially back then. And I've, I i do not remember the last time I went to a concert. I think it was, I think it's on alcoholic show like two years ago or something. And I, I haven't been really? to one since, and I don't know when I'm going to go again because I had a baby since then. And I'm probably done for a while, but, uh, man, man salute. Dude,
1: honestly, you're, you're, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not missing much. I'll tell you one thing. It was the weirdest thing to be out at that show. Um, because it was that. It, it was that feeling of these people don't know what they're doing out here anymore.
3: Yeah, they're like,
1: yeah, I came out because it's freaking. But it feels weird. I, I don't know if it happened to you, Mark, but uh, but did it happen to you when when you started going out again, um, after after the first initial lockdown? we were freaking stuck inside for a freaking long time and
3: i mean maybe
0: a little that. bit i mean i i haven't like gone out out you know like adult stuff you know like i like i used to <laughs> you know dope no, beverages I and mean, that. But Walmart. yeah but you're talking about yeah right just going to the store and, and you know you see the knuckleheads you know, people who just don't know how to react and you're right me, man it's not
1: even that for, for, for me one of the things that that i immediately noticed is the first the first time the first weekend after after the, the, the real serious lockdown and we went out to Walmart to freaking get uh get big supplies again. I remember thinking, we said we're gonna go to Walmart and then we're gonna go to another store and then we have to do this other thing. And we were halfway through Walmart, I was there like, yo, let's wrap it up, let's get home. Yeah. Your body didn't wanna be out there.
0: No, that's true.
1: And and, and that's something that scares me, man. I'm here like, are they freaking lulling us into willingly staying inside, man? And where we go out and it doesn't even feel like one thing I noticed uh, down here in Miami, the hospitality, the hospitality industry has taken a fucking dive, right? Because a the people who uh who said no, I could I can make more money off of unemployment, and so they quit, right? Or or they got or they 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 took their furlough and they haven't gone back to work since. And then the new people that are in there are inexperienced or young. And every restaurant that me and my wife have gone to since the, the quarantine was lifted down here in Miami. Every time the service sucks or the food is bad or it's slow and stuff, and we we have to say it's not their fault. They're just working at half half staff. Right. Everything is freaking And windy. it's
0: inexperienced an people, right? Because they had to yes. hire whoever walked to the door with a resume or sign an application. Yeah, I got you. Yo, I,
1: I saw I saw a sign at Wendy's at the Wendy's across the street from my from my house the other day that said hiring now. Work today, get paid tomorrow. That's how desperate these motherfuckers are, dog. Yo, they, <laughs> they need workers. And they're like, yo, please come in. I'll pay you by the end of the night. It's no cash, right? Uh, Wendy's is paying, paying under the table, man. It's, it's bad. What I come back to the point I was trying to make is, You go out and you have those experiences, and you're like, no, I don't want to go out to a restaurant. No, I don't. There's no movie theater to go out to. The malls are freaking closing down. All the shops are closing down, and and pretty soon, man, it's like I'd rather just shop from my house, and I'd rather just stream it at my house, and I'd rather just freaking be at the club in my house, right? The 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 number one question I get asked now when uh, I I run a, a monthly showcase, trying to do, and that's another thing. I do a monthly showcase of live, uh, live music and ciphers and stuff at the end of every month. And, um, and the, the, the showing, the, the numbers haven't been that great. Cause the number one question I get asked is, are you streaming it? Can I watch it from home? People just rather yeah. be at home, man. And under the guise of maybe it's safer or, but I just think that we're getting comfortable just hunkering down, man. And it's scary. you know, I, I, Whenever I think of that, I think of, a of the fifth element.
0: <laughs> that's a good <laughs> multipass. Yeah, but a lot of it too yeah. is that it's cheaper you know and like for me yeah. personally you know I got a little one you know so I can't really do that much like I used to so it's easier for me I mean I'm not COVID is a separate issue but yeah I, I can't really go anywhere as it is so yeah it's, it's cool to just pick up my phone and I get to see Redman, you know, and met the yeah. man, do, do a show. But I do would miss and I would like to go. I mean, like I'm a big baseball fan. I haven't been to a baseball game in two, three years. Yeah, you know, So, I, you know, I like watching the games. Wow. But today I'm watching the Cubs, who are – they're hot garbage these days. But I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, I would love to be there right now instead of watching it on TV. So there's that – it's starting to come back for me. But I'm different because I'm, I'm from this era where we used to do stuff all the time. The young people coming up, they're not going to know what concerts are like and all this stuff. <laughs> so they're going to – Exactly, yeah, man. it's it, different.
1: There, there's a complete disconnect and and yeah. I invite you, Mark. When when you do go to your first game, do me a favor. Go think of me and uh and send me a message and tell me how you feel out there. I'm I'm interested in knowing.
0: Yeah. If you if you feel weird or not out. Well, here. the closest I've been so far to anything like that is I went to a Dave and Buster's for my nephew's birthday like a month ago, and I started getting anxiety because there was like so many people in there and. I don't know who these people are, where they came from, where they're going. and, <laughs> no.
1: and they're all touching these fucking machines. <laughs>
0: I'm touching. Yeah, I'm touching video game machines, and I'm. And I'm like, ah, oh man, when, when is this man. over? <laughs> when we get the hell out of here? We, we,
1: so, so, so Miami. Since Miami got freaking, since Miami got the first lockdown, we were masked up. Everything was heavy down here because we, we we had some of the heaviest numbers. But um, but we live in Florida. Florida's a real red. Leaning state lacks everywhere else than freaking the big cities. The big cities are freaking are left leaning. Um, everywhere else is real right leaning. So we, my uh, my mother in law lives up in North Florida. We drove up to to visit her, and while we're driving up there, there's a phenomenon that has opened up along the expressways of of, uh, of Florida called Bucky's. I don't know if they have Bucky's up in Chicago. Do they?
0: Yeah, and they sell uh, cigarettes really cheap because my mom's buys cigarettes from there and not to I, put her I on Buc- blast but yeah they they're out, out of the county here where we live so uh, yeah they're like a gas station deal right
1: uh i i don't i don't know how small they are over there over over here they are like uh the walmart of gas stations
0: they are you know
1: over, the buckies that they opened up here has 220 gas pumps surrounded it in, in, in all four directions in there, it's like a Walmart. They have freaking, uh, they have a section with Bucky's clothes, a section with Bucky's kitchen freaking ornaments, yo, know, freaking a freezer of all Bucky's fucking um, uh, jerky and stuff. It, that place was huge. And the thing was that we we were from Miami, so we're used to the mask mandate and everything and six feet apart. We go in there, and that shit was like the Magic Kingdom, all inside of one gas station. Yo, shoulder to shoulder. I almost flipped out, man. I almost freaking ran out of it. It was, cr- it was crazy because, after not being around so many people for so long, and then you walk in and you're like, these people aren't wearing masks. What the hell's going on? <laughs> you know, <it> was <laughs> yeah,
0: Bucky's is a little, a little shady, man. I've been in there a couple times, and at least down here,
1: they're brand new. And, and the one thing I noticed is. They had their their hiring signs outside and they were starting people at $15 and going up from there. And I'm there like, yo, these people are at least taking care of, of their employees. And everything was super clean and nice, I guess, because their new outfit over here, they had like nice and shiny. Like Wawa just hit down here in Miami and people flock to Wawa's like the things that drive in theater and stuff. It's crazy, man. The, the way people <laughs> the way people flock to anything new that you open up it's just it's just nuts man
0: it's not yeah and out here like i said it's uh it it's kind of a low budget gas station people go there i don't go there but uh, I, I know, I know its <laughs> reputation, and I know it exists. <laughs> that's about, that's about it. Oh. <laughs>
1: so. oh, Mark, I never, I never thought you'd be so highbrow. <laughs> I, you yeah, know, I, I know never thought I punches.
0: would be either, but uh, here I am. <laughs> no doubt, man. Before I let you bounce, man, uh, we're gonna play a couple songs in the podcast here. Cuban Hugh Jackman and the Unseen. Uh, let heads know yes. about those two joints, and of course, where they could find all your music and where they could follow you and all that.
1: Thank you for for choosing those two, man. Um, yeah, bangers. We we're talking man. earlier about about the, uh, the freedom and the opportunities the internet has given us to uh, to network with scenes, artists, producers, graphic artists from around the world. Um, the, the Cuban Hugh Jackman is produced by my good friend Tally Rodriguez a fucking beast of a producer and a great MC. He represents the Knuckle Draggers crew uh, there. I mean, if you know G-Fan Black, if you know P-Row, if you know Cloak & Dagger, that's all Knuckle Draggers, and he's one of the producers from that crew. He produced uh, Cuban Hugh Jackman, Salute to Tali Rodriguez. And uh, The Unseen is produced by German super producer Fott. uh Fatt is uh, the producer behind a lot of Tiamu Genku's most recent albums. And uh and it's funny because it's it's what we were talking about before. He's from a dope scene and community in Germany, but now he says I'm more known for producing US artists than European artists or artists uh overseas and stuff and uh so I want to I want to give a big shout out to Bofot for uh, for blessing me with the beef with the MC man. Uh you can find all of our stuff on uh on Bandcamp H you spell it with an 8 C H 2 O is uh is the Bandcamp and uh please man follow us on Twitch W V C C radio. Uh we we stream live at least four times a week. We got two uh two week night shows and two week morning shows. Not that they're week, they're just during the week got so. You, right? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and tune in, man, and uh, and once again, Mark, man, thank you so very much for taking the time yeah, and yeah, uh, letting me get all this madness ab- about uh about. Now I got to have the, you on uh, again because um,
0: <laughs> a whole hour flew by, and I I have like twenty things i didn't even ask you about. We'll save that for the next time. What's uh, what's coming up for you? And you got another weekend bag. Uh, in the works too. Yes, or?
1: man. Well, the, the weekend bag is is our weekly blog. If you if you follow um, if you follow Dope Hip Hop, you want to know a, a good just one spot place to find all the good hip hop that's come out and, and get some reviews on it. Uh, please follow me on IG at h two o wins. You spell it with an eight c h two o wins w i n s on IG. Follow me there. I'm sure uh, I'm sure you're gonna p- post it on on your post. For sure. Um, and I'll every every weekend when i drop the weekend bag, i'll have it there um please be on the lookout in september i'm dropping my group album uh, i have a group with echo 1536 of new mexico called native slang uh, is the group album we got two singles out right now that are getting played all around uh, all around the u.s and overseas um check us out on bandcamp native slang and uh and follow us on ig there and um and yeah man throughout the throughout the rest of the year um, i got uh, a couple albums that we're dropping with DJ Proof, the Native Slang album, a couple of group projects. So if you if you like good hip hop, man, and people who love good hip hop, just follow us, man, and you're gonna be in, in good company.
0: Man, that's what's up, man. And salute for putting uh, my guy DJ Rirone's direct flight in one of your weekend bags a couple months ago, man. That, that was time. that was awesome, man. We definitely appreciate that.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. And, and to all the artists out there listening in, man, if, if you're looking for an outlet to get your stuff played in not only South Florida, but we're getting a viewership in South America, in the Caribbean, in uh, Japan, Germany, France, uh, England, Um on, on the West Coast, if you just want to submit your music to somebody who's playing dope hip-hop and has a good audience that loves dope hip-hop, go ahead and uh and follow me on Twitch. All my information on where to send the music to is there. Once again, it's twitch.tv backslash WVCC radio or just search WVCC radio, Life, and
0: uh you'll find us, man. Man, no doubt. And I had DJ Chill Will on here. Uh, a couple episodes back, and he was talking about Twitch, and I thought it was like TikTok. I thought it was some kitty stuff, but apparently <laughs> the grown ass men are on there killing it. Man, so I need to get on well, Twitch, man. Yeah, <laughs> well, once
1: again, when when I got on there, I thought it was just a bunch of got a bunch of kids gaming and freaking streaming their games, but uh. Now, if you're a hip hop head and you wanna and you wanna follow some dope hip hop, the beat junkies have a Twitch channel on there. Uh, P. Rock has a, a Twitch channel where yeah. he where he where he sets up beats. Uh, Maceo has a dope channel where he just throws where he just plays funk and soul. Quest has a dope. Ch- I mean, there's a lot of dope people streaming on Twitch, and uh, there's a lot of different things you can find. And and if you're looking for a good way to start a, your own podcast, your own stream, it's a really good uh, it's a really good tool.
0: Man, salute to H. Two Owens. Thanks for coming on the Infinite Banter podcast. We're gonna blaze a couple of your joints on here, and for those listening, definitely check out the Waterproof on Bandcamp and the new stuff you got coming out, man. You know, not stopping at all, man.
1: Yeah, no, 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 man. It's a, it's a, it's about a single every two weeks, at least one single a month, at least one group uh, one group single and a group project every uh, every two months. So please follow me on Bandcamp. Uh, just just remember to spell it with an eight. H C H two. And that usually will find me on anything, on YouTube, on Bandcamp, on Spotify, uh, H2Owens, man, I'm your your friendly neighborhood
0: hip-hopper. There it is, Spider-Man reference from my man, H2Owens. Big up, dude. <laughs> Salute to you. We'll talk about comic books on the next one, man. Big up,
3: on
0: dude. <laughs> yeah. Man, thanks for <laughs> coming too, through, man. 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 <laughs> this, this has been an honor to have you on, dude. Been talking for a minute, so glad to finally... Get to talk to you and chop it up a little bit. Yes, man. Yes,
1: man. Bomb. And the next one, I'm here for you guys. Anything you ever need, okay?
0: You got it, man.
1: Bomb. Soundwave. Thank you so very much. And to all your listeners, Bomb, you keep on rocking with the infinite uh banter podcast, man. He's got all the goods for you when you want to talk hip hop and all that crazy shit about zombies.
0: E, there it is. I was about to ask you to do a drop. I guess that is the drop, right? <laughs>
1: That's the drop, baby. Uh, <laughs>
3: Man,
0: man, salute again. H two Owens in the building on the Infinite Banter podcast. Thanks again, man. Appreciate it, dude. Be good, brother. Blessed. Cool, man. So, thanks a lot, Mark. Man, it's a lot of fun talking with H two Owens. Like I said, talking about the Walking Dead and <laughs> crazy stuff going on. You know, concerts online and things. It's just a, a different time right now, man. And I'm um, I'm cool with you know staying at home and watching verses and things like that because I don't know when I'm gonna get out the house because i'm i got a two-year-old so i'm here so everybody man put out your concerts online one of these days i'll be able to get back out again and see something live but not till this coronavirus is pretty much handled and uh the kid is a little little older (laughs) to where we can go out and do stuff how am i gonna see halloween kills in october i I gotta figure that one out can't do that bad parenting and try to bring her to that so no no she's (laughs) <laughs> they can't do that. Got to find a sitter that night, man. Only problem is everybody I know wants to see it. So I'm going to have a hard time checking out Michael Myers and leaving her with somebody. I'll have to find someone. We'll figure it out. These are, these are, these are problems I never had to have two years ago. <laughs> this is fine. It's good problems, man. All right, let's get into another track from my man H2Owens. This right here is Cuban Hugh Jackman. And speaking of movies, you know, I, I'm a big X-Men fan. I've always said X-Men 2 is one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. It still holds up. And it was before, you know, the big Marvel revolution and everything. And Hugh Jackman definitely was, was really great as Wolverine. So this cool cover art on here, definitely check it out. But here's H2Owens with Cuban Hugh Jackman on the Infinite Banter podcast. Hey, bub.
1: Could have been a poster boy for American values. Born and raised in the country's heartland instead he earned infamy as one of the world's most prolific serial killers those closest never imagined he was capable of such brutality
2: You shouldn't talk to this one, leave the kid alone When he's walking to and fro with his hoodie over his headphones No ear pods, them shits annoy Plus he loses them too quick and never had a steady place to charge them shits Comes Johnny from the hospital on an old iPod with a cracked screen Immune to COVID, his blood used to make the vaccine Sold it to him at a hefty price Engineered nanobots to itch the head of lice He's that petty on toy, he spreads the black plague, he's that, that deadly. Dead. T Rock's discography, shitting on your best mix of rap medleys. You're traveling at a breakneck speed, heading head first into a brick wall, made of barbed wire teeth. Who gives new meaning to the term dead end streets? Next to step to me, the next that I eat, it's that easy. Stuck dick and Elsa melted up. sub zero, couldn't freeze me. Cops tell me halt, I charge, they shoot, why do they tease me? Do they really want to see me release the beast within? Even my teeth have sinned, chewing off the cheeks of them Who try to slow my hands, I'll rebut your grappling with nut grabbing Tear out your testicles, shove them in your trap to muzzle the yapping, Trapping you saplings, I'm gadding off the halflings Batman finds my bar format baffling this ain't for TikTok choreographing. This for hip hop addicts who drop acid and drop like Chuck Manson. When they ask me, UH, my answer, who's asking? Disrespecting catch the fist from the pissed Cuban, Hugh Jackman. Reprising his role as Logan. If I'm a god, it's h 2 odin speaking more info than Edward Snowden. My reputation growing in proportion to my radiation glowing. The power to pollute your air purity with a poem is what I'm bestowed with. So I own it as I choke them. The name is motherfucking H2OA. <laughs>
1: Yo, peace. It's your boy, Shoddy, showing pure gratitude to my man, DJ Soundwaves, at the Infinite Banter Podcast. What up?
0: I wanted to leave you guys with one little segment I did with H2Owens that wasn't part of the official interview. We were talking about, you know, the weather being cold and differences between what it's like in Florida for him and what it's like up here in the Chicago area for myself. And, you know, I had to call out the... uh, The coats and shorts guys, because they they might be coming out already, but they're going to come out. And I make fun of these dudes every year. I clown them. And it's just funny hearing H2Owens talk about uh, he never heard of having to refill your tires of your car because the temperature drops. So it's really funny that I didn't want to lose this and not put it in here. So here's a little quick extra segment, a little extra bit from me and H2Owens talking about weather. Which is usually something I think is like the lamest thing to talk about. <laughs> but it actually was pretty funny. So, you know, I, I always joke that um, people who just say, hey, uh, so how about that weather? It usually means they have nothing to say. You know, it's not really what happened here. This is just uh, us shooting the shit about what's going on. And a lot of crazy stuff you turn on the news. Obviously, you know about the flooding and everything. But this is more than just some weather talk. <laughs> but the, the, the basketball short guys with the coats. And you even put that even further and you're wearing like the flip flops calling you out every time wearing scarves inside dudes i'll still call you guys out as well all of you clowns all right here we go here's <laughs> a couple minutes here talking about uh differences in the weather from where we live and things like that on the infinite banter podcast it's getting cold up playing. here though it's already like uh <laughs> really is the temperature dropping already yeah man it feels like fall which i know is not that far behind but this feels like it's like here already like couple weeks early that's how it is in chicago though it goes from like hot yeah, ass hell to dropping well, and then- she,
1: she, she was mentioned the temperature had dropped and and they had to uh put that she had to put uh air in her tires and stuff every morning when freaking
0: oh when yeah so. that's a real thing out here man especially if you're yeah, car- I mean, like I, i've never heard of that in my life <laughs> no dude well I'll, I'll say this i'll take that over hurricanes and everything i'm seeing on the tv the last few days um i'm oh, that's good crazy man. i'll i'll I'm- i'll wear an extra you know pair of pants or something or <laughs> i'm cool <laughs> man
3: i'm <I'll- laughs>
1: uh, i I always say the same thing the opposite way. I'm mean, be like, yo, I could take a hurricane for one day and then picking up the mess freaking for the whole week, but to be snowed in for a week or have to deal with freaking cold for a month or two and wearing long johns, I always thought that would be bad. But, uh, but man, after I saw what happened in, in New York and yeah. New Jersey this week, I'm mean, here, like... Shit, bro, I wouldn't wish that on my worst. No, and no, man, yeah. I was in their units in Brooklyn, and the, and, the, and the freaking toilets coming back up because it's so over flooded. I'm mean, like, bro, it's not bad enough that your streets are flooded. You can't get out of your building. But now you have freaking waste coming into the yeah, apartment. I'm yes. like, man, how yeah. horrible is yeah,
0: that, that it's just Yeah, that's, that's a no. <laughs> that's a big, fat no, man. Okay. And it's not normal yeah. for them up there to have this kind of weather um, and, and everything's happening up there and I hope they all get through it man but it's uh it's brutal I'm just glad that like I said I'm I'm gonna stay in the Midwest I'm, I'm gonna be over here <laughs> <laughs> or I'm gonna go somewhere like the Southwest where it just gets really hot and that's it, <laughs> it,
1: it it's it, it's funny man when, when, whenever especially down here in uh in Florida whenever we have a hurricane or or it's hurricane season comes we always go through that assessment of what would be a good place and a safe place to move to exactly and it and it's really right now, and I mean, people could could dance around it all they want, man. Freaking take whatever side you want, but uh, really, right now, it's it's pick your poison, man. What what do you yeah. want to deal with? You want to deal with freaking floods? You want to deal with hurricanes? You want to deal with freaking tornadoes? Right. You want to deal with freaking what? Well, what do you want? Because right now, freaking forest the fires earth,
0: out west. Yeah, you know, man, forest
1: fires out west. I mean, like, yo, the whole earth is in freaking turmoil right now, man. So, so. Find out where you're gonna get away to because yeah, there's really it's no not, place, man.
0: It's not like there's a lot of options that are better. It's like, oh, we we got that here. We got something else called cold and frostbite, and so yeah, it's it's cool, man. It's it, wherever you go, you got a you got a new problem that you might have left your old ones behind. But here's some new ones for you. Uh, Hell yeah, so. man. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: I'm I'm considering moving up north, and I'm here like uh, and it's still summer here, and my friends telling me he's like. Yeah, you you're thinking right now, freaking, Oh, move up north, it's gonna be nice the, the season and stuff until you go through your first winter. She's like Yeah. You yeah, she's like, You've been you're a Florida boy all your life. You've never been a winter. I mean, it's yeah. fucking you need to thicken your way. <laughs> you yeah, man. We <laughs> call them like,
0: snowbirds what? up here, the ones who live here in the summer, maybe part of the spring, part of the fall, but they go down to Florida and places like that for the winter Mm -hmm. and uh, like they spend like six months down there and six months up here. Cause the best time to be here is basically May through September. That's like, that's like the the top notch time. I mean, it's, there's some periods in there where it gets a little dicey, but yeah, once it's like December, January, February, that's it. It's a wrap. You ain't going nowhere. You don't want to be there. Nah, nah. Or you just used to it. And you're just like, whatever. I mean, I see people with shorts on in February because it it's laundry day and they're too lazy to put on pants. I don't know. But I see them <laughs> dudes all the time. Coats and shorts dudes. They're coming out probably in about a month. They're going to start coming out. Coats and shorts. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I, 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 you, you have no idea, dude. You have no idea. That's classic. <laughs> yeah, Chubbs, you're not listening to Infinite Bantha, you motherfucker. Make sure you check out my friends at the Bloody Babbles podcast.
1: Hey there, friends. Interested in another podcast to listen to between episodes? Well, here in luck. Come check out Bloody Babble's podcast. We are a gaggle of babblers who talk of true crime and other gory wonderment. New episodes are released every Tuesday, and you can find us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts and Everywhere Podcasts are streamed. Happy babbling, my friends.
3: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's
2: your man, Vincent M. Ward, a.k.a. Oscar from the number one show, The Walking Dead. And I'm here with my man, Mark, from Infinite Banter. Y'all better stay tuned. Peace. Peace
0: time for you to leave, assholes. Alright, that is my guy, Kirk Acevedo, telling me to get the hell out of here, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. Big shout out to my guy, h 2 Owens for coming on the show. Had a blast talking with him. This album, The Waterproof, you definitely need to check it out. It's on Bandcamp. Like we said, check him out on Twitch. He does his live streams with Vice City Cypher, WVCC Radio, and his weekend bag. Definitely big upping a lot of hip-hop out there that needs that attention, needs that publication. So salute to h 2 Owens and everything he's doing. And for School of Me and Florida, like I said, as a Chicago person, most of my life I've always thought it was like Luke and all that Miami booty based stuff, but. <laughs> It's definitely a scene that's been there a long time and they're on the come up so definitely salute to those guys and shoddy and mighty healthy people bringing Florida to the map All right, that's it for the show the next one we'll have Mark Carrier former Bears safety we're gonna kick off the NFL season talking with him see how good the Bears are or maybe how bad they might be and everything else in between so definitely stay tuned for that let's leave you one last song from H2Owens this is The Unseen I really like this track he gives shout outs to inspiration some of the legendary crews and MCs in the game so I really like how sets this up as always follow the show on social media at infinite banter podcast go on youtube type in infinite banter You will find clips from past guests. Rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Listen to it on those places. Spreaker, everywhere you hear podcasts, it's there. Check it out. So salute to my man H2Owens. Let's get to that last track here. The Unseen on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Check out his album, The Waterproof. Check out WVCC Radio, Vice City Cypher. All the things about him that we promoted. Check it all out. Do not sleep. All right, here we go. I'm out of here. Until I do another one of these, I'm out.
2: Hey, asshole, get off the road. Oh, uh, uh, fat on the raps. H uh, 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 dose on the wraps. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. You won't make you have them
3: up all night. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Who won't
2: make sure have them up all night. I love them beats that creep their way into your ear canal. You know the ones that make your ears go wild. The ones you smear a style on. And when your peers hear, they bow. You know, something like this be here now. There I go again. putting in the plow before the cow. It's cool. I become a pro at pulling a foot out of my mouth. Only problem when I do all that seems to come out is the disrespect of Rick James kicking your couch. Pardon my bitterness, but life's a bitch bitching me out. For Christmas, she took my kids in my house. Nothing worse than the feeling that the person the two loves since 17 is packing all your shit up in plastic bags and kicking you out Instead of drinking it up, I did my sit-ups, minded my biz Forgot about my ex-wife and minded my kids As impossible as outdrawing Billy the Kid Do you understand how silly that is? Or oh, do forgive, I'm rambling once more but by the look on the audience faces It seems the crowd wants more Smoke medicinal trees to release the pressure Instead of resorting to deadlier measures My ammunition not available at gun stores My delivery is Amazon, door to door Jive from my jaw, leave a jive turkey floored Like a sidekick from Run Run Shaw The illest vet that you never saw Illest cat you never heard about Oh, oh the illest vet that you never saw, saw, saw Illest cat you never heard the I love an intro that rolls into your ear canal You know the type of smooth flow that make an ear go wow. The type you lay over a beat to make your peers so proud You know something like this beat here now Oops, there I go again, the dopest Cuban flow And call them h to ocean, style so tumultuous Thought I died from your insults, had your eyes on me loaches now the water boy's electrified. Watch me charge Joke Mars Vulture. Been spinning since I skated on Power Peralta. With more grease than dance feet on Johnny Travolta. More flavor than leche coldenzada in a Malta. My tongue's a loaded gun unholstered. God damn it, how rude of me waving this old thing around. If the safety's faulty. Forgive me if I spit around. Every time I do it, hits an audience member in the ground. Squeezing a smile out of a frown. After I die above the clouds, where I'll be found. In a cipher with the cherubim aliens giving me pounds. As a matter of fact, after the show, stick around. And I'll be down a cipher if you're down, but make sure you bring that raw. The illest vet that you never saw. Uh, Ah, ah, illest catch, never heard the thought. Don't you love it when hip-hop hits your ear canal That raw shit that makes your ears go wow You know that shit you bump your head to It moves the crowd You know, something like this shit here now Ah, I'm sorry, nah, fuck that I offer no apologies Hip-hop head, it's in my baggy genealogy Obsessed with graffiti and b-boy philosophy DJ psychology, MC terminology, study many different religious theologies. I'm against social injustice and racial inequality. I'm about the metaphysics, the celestine prophecies, the astral astronomers. Harry's my astrology, pardon moi. Instead of talking about me, I should be shouting out common, KRS, EPMD, De La Tri, LONS, the JB's most deaf arrow, Aesop, and LP. Those the MCs that influenced me, and the list goes on. Fonte for Sean, Blue, Joey Badass, J Electron, Blueprint, 12.
1: Being on the Infinite Banner with my man Mark has been a pleasure.